Hello and welcome to another edition of the Home Wrecker Podcast. I am the Golden Greek Alex Arion, joined as always by my beautiful, lovely, gorgeous, amazing trophy wife, Monique. Hello. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm great, thank you. Great. How are you? Fantastic as always. Excellent. As always. Mm -hmm. Yes. So this week we are going to talk about giants. Like giants, giants. Like real giants. Not they might be giants. No. Not not, the New York giants. Not Andre the giant. No. Although he was awesome. Yes, he was. He definitely was awesome. But keeping with the theme of large beings since we recently talked about Bigfoot again. Mm-hmm. We're just gonna we decided we're gonna talk about giants. Did they exist? Some people say that's nah, just mythology, just made up stories. Mm-hmm. However, there is evidence out there that they did actually really truly at one time walk the earth. And there are some people who actually believe they still are out there. Maybe living in the mountains. Mm-hmm. They're maybe in hiding. Underground somewhere. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We're going to talk about it, though. Yes. So we watched a couple of phenomenal. My microphone is getting away from me here. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't know what just happened. That was very strange. <laughs> I'm going to leave that in. I'm not editing that. My. <laughs> Go to talk and my microphone's just <laughs> pulling away from me. Like, okay. It's like listening to you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, what was I saying? Okay, yes. So we watched this excellent we watched some, documentary. We watched some documentaries, yes. There was uh, three of them. Uh, it, it's a series. Uh, yes. True Legends. Mm-hmm. There was Technology of the Fallen was the first disc. Yes. Then there was the Unholy Sea. Yes. And that was the second one. It all They all kind of blend together. And then the... Th- it's a documentary series. Yeah. yeah. And then the third was Holo- Holocaust of the Giants. Correct. Yes. Yes. So those three documentaries, phenomenal. Great. Put up by Gen 6 Productions, yes. which I believe is Steve Quayle and Timothy Alberino. They were the ones who did this documentary. Gen 6, when I looked them up online, there's like a whole bunch of people who contribute. Oh, okay. I think, um, but actually, Timothy Alberino wasn't listed in the group of people. But, so I don't know if this was like a separate thing he did with them. Well, I know he wrote and directed all three of them. Yeah. But I'm just, I don't know if he typically works with that production company is what I'm saying. But he did for this. Yeah. So, uh, just really, really fascinating films and they make the case for giants having once walked the earth and they they talk to a lot of different people mm-hmm. around the world various experts religious leaders village folk who were living in some I guess we should probably explain there are megaliths there's mm-hmm. there are various structures around the earth all over the earth, not just in South America, where one of the films took place. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, the, well, all, all of the films place take place everywhere, everywhere Peru, so I shouldn't Bolivia, say that. Bolivia, yeah, like all over, a lot of South America. So there are these megalithic structures that are all over the world, mm-hmm. and some of them have been covered up by governments or whoever, Churches. who knows. 
And there are some that are still standing. There's there's a couple of structures in Greece. Mm -hmm. There's some in, you mentioned Chile, Bolivia, Peru. And you see these structures. They're, I mean, they're not like full-on buildings, but a lot, a lot of walls and mm -hmm. stones that are stacked on top of each other. And they're enormous. They're you know, they're gigantic, and there there are engineers, modern day engineers, people that build skyscrapers and all kinds of structures that have no idea how these were built. Well, it's not just the, because it's such big stone. The stone, it just the way they go against each other. There's the way no they're cement all fitted. or anything. There's no in mortar. There's no yeah, no cement. Nothing. Yeah. It's they're just evenly. Perfectly symmetrically stacked. They're, they're, they all fit together perfectly. So there was some type of technology that was used all these years in the past that obviously we don't know about. And also, a lot of the stones had like these weird, perfectly circular drill holes. Yeah. And they had like, like cut out sort of. So it was either an opening in the structure or it wasn't, it wasn't like there was an opening to the other side, but the way it was cut. Like, like shapes, rectangles or squares or whatever, and like layered throughout like a design. And, you know, and, and people try to say, oh, well, it was the Incas and they did it with copper tools and things like that. But mm, no, it, yeah, it, I don't it, know. It, it, no, it, it, you could. I mean, I, I'm not an expert on any of this stuff. Obviously, I don't I, I just know what I saw on on, on this documentary, but. There's no, yeah, no, there's no way, like, same thing with the pyramids, they still don't, you're telling me that these huge structures were built by people, multiple people pulling with ropes and pulleys, no. Well, there's another no thing way. they mentioned. Just the way everything fit together, the fact there's no mortar used in between the stones, everything, it, it, there's no way. They also brought up, though, you can tell the difference from these stones versus what the Incas did like you could tell a difference there were smaller stones they weren't stacked as well well they showed it's like they tried to replicate that yeah but i mean they showed a difference they showed yeah where the incas actually tried to build on top of these structures mm -hmm. so you could tell where these ended and the incas construction began because they're just small rocks yeah. that they were using because that's all they could lift and that's all they could they knew how to work with they mm -hmm. couldn't work these enormous i mean these things weighed hundreds of tons some of yeah. these some of these stones that they were Hundreds finding. of tons. I mean, think about that. What what crane do you know that can pick up hundreds of tons? Yeah. It, it's And they, they went through a bunch of different theories of how they thought perhaps the technology worked. Mm -hmm. And we don't have to get into all that stuff. Uh, but I definitely recommend watching these documentaries. Oh, They're yeah. really, really fascinating. Really well done. Really good production value on them too. So There are different theories. So back to, you know, giants. How did they get here? Well, that, the, the thing being... Who made these structures? Was it people like us that just had technology, or was it giants? And they they kept calling these structures cyclopean, mm -hmm. cyclopic, Cy cyclopean, cyclopean, cyclopic stru structures. So, yes, yeah. and that would be Cyclops, the Cyclops the, of of mythol Greek mythology fame, the giant who was a very skilled craftsman. And apparently, all of the, as legend has it, all of these cyclop, cyclopean giants were master masons and were phenomenal with their stonework and, and all that and craftsmanship. Mm -hmm. So 
that's that's one of the theories is that it was these enormous beings that used to roam the earth were building these structures and they're still standing now thousands of years later this is now they were they would have been around pre-flood pre and i say pre-flood meaning the famous noah's noah's ark ark, 40 days 40 nights of rain uh, the story that's in literally every religion has a great flood story Mm -hmm. so did it happen i I don't know i wasn't there but every religion around the world has a great flood story or some variation of it so Mm -hmm. something happened at some point if it were giants, how did they get here? And there's a few different theories. There's the theory that fallen angels bred with humans and that created the giants. It's also thought that these fallen angels bred with other animals and created a lot of the mythological beasts that you hear about in stories. And there's a thought that there was great, like there was just all these incredible beasts and they terrorized people. And then you had these giants and God decided that he didn't want any more of this. So that's what caused the flood. But then there's another theory. Oh, were you going to say something? I was going to mention the, the, the flood, why God had the flood come through was because these fallen angels were essentially turning the earth into their, well, how can I say this nicely? They basically were fucking everything up. They were breeding with humans. They were breeding with animals. They were making animals and humans breed together. They were a lot of debauchery, I guess, a lot of deviance. And it was their deviant behavior that According to legend, God was witnessing and said enough of this and he brought the flood and he wiped out everything. He got sick of their shit. Essentially. Essentially. But there's another interesting theory to it that it it was aliens that came and a lot of them refer to these aliens as the Anunnaki. And these aliens, they were large. They were very intelligent. They had vast technology. They were the ones who taught everyone about the technology, like how to do the things that they learned how to do. There's some theories that they bred with humans and that's what created the giants. But then there's also theory, there's another theory that the Anunnaki, they had people when they came to earth, they had their own people. I don't know if I'm going to say it right. The Agigi, it's I-G-I-G-I. And that the Agigi would mine all the gold at the earth but after so long they revolted they got sick of it and they were like we're done and they threw their tools down and said to their leader like that's it the Anunnaki decided well let's make a new slave race so they took their DNA and mixed it with homo sapien DNA and they made humans to mine the gold for them so there are these theories that aliens came and did something to get with humans or to create humans, which is how we came about today, but also how giants came about as well. Yes. Giants would have been the offspring of these fallen angels or aliens and human females mm-hmm. is how legend has it. Hopefully those babies didn't come out like giants because that would probably suck. Yeah. That was one of the things I was thinking about. Like, so did they come out like normal babies and just grow? Otherwise, ouch. And it seemed like all of the giants were male too. You notice that? 
Well, there's different stories. There were some, it was weird because like one of the things they mentioned about a female giant, they were saying it was regarding Solomon and it wasn't actually a female, but it was regarding a male giant, but they changed it to a female. Um, You did hear mostly about male giants. Well, because they said that the giants used to terrorize the a lot, in one a lot area. Of, there was there one. Was a lot of there was one story specifically. Where, yes, that the giants would terrorize the local human tribes mm-hmm. because they would come and take the women because they would try to mate with the women. Because I, I guess they didn't have women, and when they realized they couldn't mate with the women because they were too big. But that wasn't the story everywhere. That was they came in on. Um, was it in Peru, the island made of reeds? They, it was. Um, I'm just giving a story. Oh, I know, but yeah, I just don't want people to think everywhere. this was everywhere. I'm, so, I'm talking yeah. about one story. Okay. That, yeah, I'm not saying this happened everywhere, just but this is one story, okay. and that I've lost my train. Of- so they they tried breeding uh, with mating with female human females, and that didn't work. They would kill them, and. Uh, then they started basically fucking each other. Yeah. So. They would sit there and in front of the villagers just go at it with each other. These huge giants would just like drop trow and go at each other in front of everybody. Yeah. And then the story the story with that was God. That was part of the deviance. Yeah. That he had had enough God was of. upset. And for that particular story, an angel came down and had his rod, his sword, and he pointed at them, and then like lightning came and struck them, and they all burned. They all burst into flames. Yeah, and they burned because God was angry. Now, these are just stories, and it, it's interesting, though, because people have allegedly found skeletons. Well, that's that was going to say. These are stories, but they're backed up with evidence in some cases because there are skeletons. Now, when I say these stories are backed up with evidence... I don't mean evidence of that's exactly what happened. This is what caused it. What I'm saying evidence that the giants actually did exist because mm-hmm. there are skeletons that have been found. Now, we know that according to the documentary, a lot of these bones and remains have been confiscated mm-hmm. by What's the big one? Should the we even ch- should we even say it? Because we'll probably get <laughs> the Catholic Church. Yeah, the Vatican uh, yeah. apparently has agents everywhere. They have the largest intelligence agency in the world, which I was not aware of. But upon further research, after hearing this, because that's what you do—you don't just take something you hear and, and accept it as fact. You get to look into mm-hmm. some things. It's actually true. They do have the largest intelligence organization in the world. Bigger than the CIA and all these other agencies around the world. The Vatican's the biggest. Crazy how that works. Hmm. So they've got agents everywhere. So essentially anytime any remains or any kind of his- anything of historical significance mm-hmm. is found, the Vatican knows about it and confiscates evidence or covers up evidence yeah. of history. There was an archaeologist who wrote that they found these bones of giants and they'd move everything into the church, everything they found, all their artifacts. The, they had um, regular sized human skeletons and then these skeletons of giants and they'd move it in the church and then the next day it was gone. Somebody was coming and taking them. Oh, yeah. I wonder who it could have been. Yeah, and I mean, and it was the, and that, that was a story from the late 16th century. Mm-hmm. 
that yeah. was being retold in the documentary and they were telling, yeah, they would find these mm-hmm. remains and yeah, bring them into the church and, and then gone the next day. Uh, remains of giants the skulls because some would be like oh how do you know it's not a mammoth or something you find these big bones but they had the skulls and a lot of the shells were oddly shaped skulls. they had the skulls had an elongated head you said shells oh that's why i said skulls oh i didn't mean to say that but they had an elongated head Yes, yeah, some of them did. Some were just normal, normal, big. but but just eat, you know, look shaped like a normal skull. But they were just huge. I think they said that they would take their swords mm-hmm. and stick them in the mouth, and it would go no, all the, the way to the, the eye socket. Oh, I'm sorry, the, you're right. Yeah, the eye, the socket. eye socket, and it, the sword would go all the way up to the handle. Yeah, and they would they showed a sword from that era, and they it, and it's was like it, four like, feet, yeah, four feet long. Yeah, it was it was it was long. It was big. That's and, what and she the, said. You got me with that one. Well done. So anyhow, yes. So these were big. Whatever they were, they were big. Mm-hmm. Enormous. And they gigantic. were even talking about like the teeth. How heavy the teeth yeah. were. They were huge. And they were saying it was like three fingers wide by four fingers long. And they would be like 10 ounces. Just one tooth, which is crazy. One tooth. 10 ounce tooth. And Imagine it's, that. Yeah. And it interesting because some of these giants were allegedly 20 to 30 feet tall yeah and then there were other stories of these giants that were maybe 10 to 15 feet tall but they were so dense they were very heavy and they were very large so it's not like they were just tall and skinny they were just massive one of the things that really got me was and it was at the beginning of the second uh, documentary, the uh, the unholy sea, the story of they they had a a gentleman who was on who was he had his face blacked mm-hmm. out and uh, vo- I don't know if the voice was disguised or not, but he was in, he was in the military. He was a veteran, and he was saying that back I want to say it was in two thousand three or four. It was recently within the last twenty years. He was overseas in Afghanistan. And he was a he was a pilot, helicopter pilot, and they had gone into an area and were told essentially this is like a top secret kind of thing. You're just a transport. And what was put onto his it was a plane. It was a plane. I'm sorry, you're right. It was not a helicopter pilot. He was a, pl- a pilot. Excuse me. Thank you. What was put onto his uh, plane onto his transport was a pallet that had a large man on it and when he said large man it was a large man in the fetal position and they estimated he would have been about 12 feet tall yeah 10 to 12 feet tall. 10 to 12 feet tall he was in the fetal position and and the, they they didn't have pictures but they had drawings drawings like an artist's rendition of of what would have been there and the way it was depicted was like he's in the fetal position but his legs and his feet were still way off the side of the pallet yeah they it was kind of like the bottoms of his legs and his ankles and feet were hanging off the pallet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and these were bit not normal size pallets you see in a store. So these are enormous pallets, and yeah, the the pilot said that the the special forces or whoever, whatever, they were like unit caretakers of, the military, yeah, of this, of, of this thing. cargo. Yeah, this cargo. We'll call it cargo. And they said that they had gone up into the mountains, and. 
this thing had attacked and taken out one one troop, mm-hmm. right? One special unit got taken out by this thing, and the the second a second special unit was sent out, and they were the ones that actually killed him. But the locals were telling them stories about how they basically worshipped this guy. They would give sacrifices. Thing. They would make sacrifices to mm-hmm. this giant. I mean, that's that's really what it was. It was a giant. Mm-hmm. So just kind of weird that maybe they're still out there. And it's interesting because... If you believe this story. Something that came up, I think it was on the Unholy Sea disc. They were talking about their, how there are groups in the military who go into tunnels and caves and they hunt these creatures, these giants and all these other kind of what we talked about before, these mythical things that go bump in the night. Yeah. The things that we just say, Oh, that's a myth. It doesn't exist, but they do. And then I was like, what came to mind? And I asked Alex, I was like, the first thing that came to mind. And he said it before I could even finish my sentence. Hellier. Terry mm-hmm. wrist. Terry wrist. Hellier. Yeah. Yep. He was the one who would go down uh, in the holes and tunnels. He said that that was his job in the yeah. special forces. He would go into the tunnels and he would flush out these creatures. Mm-hmm. He would flush them out and they'd kill them. Yeah. So yeah, pretty, pretty insane. But I, again, I mean, we've said it before. The earth is so big. There's so much undiscovered territory mm-hmm. that... Uh, I don't it, know. It's just, and, and people are saying they're either, they can be in the mountains, they can be in the tunnels. Underground. Underground, yes. yeah. And what was it? I forget the town. Was it in Peru? There was this, I'm forgetting the name of it, this underground cavernous tunnel system. Yeah, I believe and that was Peru. It, a group of children and their teachers got lost in No, there. that wasn't. That was oh. in... Um, I can't it was not. It was in the Mediterranean. It. Oh, okay. The, it was the, the Mediterranean. Mediterranean. Thank you. Uh, what was the island? Why can't I? Sardinia. Jeez. Oh, thank you. That was in Sardinia. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, this group, there's like these tunnels and I guess it, you can easily get lost and they go from like one section to the other and... They're miles yeah. long. And it's alleged that there are giants living in there. That there are so giants still there, yes. people worry like, did they just get lost? Or did something else happen to them? And they've cl- sealed parts of these tunnels off. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. There's there's all kinds of stories. And, and I, I mean, again, who knows? I, who knows? It just <laughs> makes me think if there are giants that are anywhere from 12 to 15 to 30 feet tall living on this earth in the mountains and underground and nobody really knows about it. Oh, people why, know about it. But why couldn't there be Bigfoot? You know, Sasquatch. Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Come on. It, I, to me, it almost makes things, it makes it make more sense. Like, yes. yeah, because if there can be this, then there absolutely can be these other things. It's interesting, too, with giants, right? You see them, they've always been around in some form in pop culture, in our mm-hmm. stories and movies and things like that. I mean, geez, that, that recent movie, uh, Cabin in the Woods, that whole, what was the end of that movie? What oh, was yeah. The, what, a giant, well, that was a god. But it was a giant. It was essentially a giant that was coming up out of the earth. Yeah. What What is the, what's the story they tell in the, that they're going to come up. That from they're the going to come up from the earth. Yeah. That's one of the one of the myths and, you that know, these giants will once again rise and come out from the, from the earth mm-hmm. and 
take over the take over the world again. Essentially, uh, the way it was described was the story comes goes full circle, basically, where they we started in one place, they got decadent, that all these things happened, these perversions and whatnot, and then God came and wiped everything out, mm-hmm. and we started over again. We're kind of now coming back, coming full circle, where the giants will once again come and rise again, and torment humanity and and essentially the cycle is is continuing it's it's starting over again allegedly according to the story Mm. well just talking about pop culture movies you think about prometheus if anyone's watched that the aliens that kind of started it all if you will and how it's similar to what is talked about One of the theories about fallen angels coming to Earth, breeding with humans, I was doing some reading about theories on that. And one thing that I read that was interesting was that, I think they said it was in the book of Genesis, that while God referred to his angels as his sons, they were not given the capability to breed. They could not reproduce. So if fallen angels... Did something change when they became fallen? I don't know. Um, But it was just another good thing to think about. Like when you hear all these different theories, nobody really knows. Right. right. You know, and that's, I got to tell you, uh, I've never, I don't know if you have or not. I have never read the Bible. I've never, still never read the Bible. Obviously I've heard passages from it going to church growing up and things like that, but I've never actually sat and read the Bible. And, in years past, I've thought about sitting and reading it just to say I did. I mean, mm-hmm. there's a Bible in every hotel room for crying out loud. But I've, I've never actually sat and read through the Bible. I have heard that all the different versions of the Bible through the years have become less and less like what the original text mm-hmm. was. If I could get my hands on an original text, I'd love to, to see that. before it was all <laughs> Yeah, I mean, obviously. But before it was all changed around mm-hmm. and annotated and you know, made modernized and things. I'd rather see the original before it was taken and interpreted by multiple people. Uh, but yeah, I've, I, it's just, it's very, the, the, the whole thing with the giants and the stories and everything, it's just very. I mean, think about giants are spoken of in the Bible. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. the story, David and Goliath, that's what, that was the Bible, right? Yeah. So, I mean, so you have these stories, they've been around for, Mm-hmm. as long as we've been around because apparently these giants have been around since we've been around. And yeah, it's just very fascinating. But the question is though, and I don't know if it was answered in these documentaries at all. I mean, they hypothesized about a lot of things, but why do you think something like the Catholic church, for example, or local municipalities that have these landmarks or that have found these bones, why would they want to cover it up? Why would they not want people to know about it and speak about it well, or it's explore it? So I don't, I, I don't want to offend anyone in their religion, but if you look at the history of the Catholic church, what do they do? They go find people who have other religions they stomp on it. They build their temples on these previous, on the worshiping grounds of these other cultures. And I was telling Alex the other day when we were talking about this, it's for two reasons. One, as an FU, I think, you know, 
yeah, now it's, you know, our our God you're going to worship in this spot. But two, I think that they want to take hold of whatever whatever portal is there, whatever magic is there, like they pick their spot to worship for a reason. And I think the church wants to take a hold of that because if it is true for any reason, they want to capitalize on it and they want that power. It's all about control. They want to control what people know and when they know it. It's very interesting to me too, knowing what I know of religion and you know, growing up, wasn't super religious, but we went to Sunday school and things like that. And I'm, I'm Greek Orthodox, but that's very, very similar to the Catholic religion mm-hmm. and the way that it's practiced and things like that. Uh, except our priests were allowed to marry women and have ch- children. So mm-hmm. that was different. But anyway, uh, for the most part, the ceremonies and things like that were the beliefs were all essentially the same mm-hmm. for the, you know, for the most part, I'm not going to get into differences, but it's just, it, to me, I'm just, it, it makes me wonder and question everything because you're raised knowing a certain thing and, and brought up to believe a certain thing. And obviously when you're young, you're impressionable. So you don't know what's real and what's not. You know what's what your parents tell you and what mm-hmm. people in positions of influence tell you and that your parents tell you to trust and listen to. It's interesting to me that knowing what I know about religion and everything, how over the, just in my lifetime, Never mind hundreds of years, but just in my lifetime, how religion has gone from having a, a, a straight right and wrong. There's a there's a right and wrong, and then you have like for example, currently the Pope. This guy's pro gay. He's pro transgender. He's pro all these things that were never a part of the religion. When I was younger, mm-hmm. and that was in the last 25, 30 years, that all of a sudden these things just changed. Well, they, the church has actually done that over time. They've changed their stances on things because I think they're at the point where they can't force the religion on people anymore. So now they have to start changing and say, yeah, we're open to this. We're open to that. So where we once condemned you and beat you to death for doing this or feeling this way or thinking this way, we're now going to accept you because we want you to be one of us. It's a numbers game. I, I guess so. I just, it, like I said, it makes me question. I mean, I've always, that's been my nature. I always question everything anyhow, but this even more so makes me go, this religion thing, I I guess, I, I mean, I don't know what I believe anymore because it's obviously none of it is is being done from, from my vantage point, from a, a place of good, a place of goodwill, a place of good intent for for the followers it's it's a it's a very self-serving thing it's very much a in my view it's destructive because we are now being told by this person who is the head of religion in, in the catholic faith and i mean that's i think that's the most prominent religion in the world for the most part right i and think yeah. as far as christianity yeah, goes christianity, yeah. and now it's all changed and and like I said, it but was not a quick that. change. What what else is coming? Being open to aliens. They've come out and yes. said, "Oh well, if aliens did come to Earth, if it if they were real, you know, would we would we baptize them? Things of that nature." They keep changing their stance on things to be more open because in case something happens, they can't be proven wrong. I I guess I mean. 
right? Th- this is your. This is your. This view. is my. This is this my is your view opinion because yeah. I don't know. This is not my opinion. This is how I, I look I, at it. That's how. That's yeah. See, just make like, sure you're saying that it's your view. It's not like the, what we saw in the no, documentary. No, this is just like that. me, Moni. My. Yeah. Okay. My I, I mean, thoughts. And I'm not. I'm not saying you're wrong. I, uh, nobody really knows. But I just. I find it funny too. I'm sorry. Let me. Uh, let me just get this mm-hmm. point out. One of the. The, the the largest telescope in the world that is fixed on the sky, looking out into what is known to us as outer space, is owned by the Vatican. And guess its name. Its name. Lucifer. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Huh? Okay, so that right there, when I found that out, I'm like, you fucking kidding me? Like... So what are the oh, what what oh. do these people actually worship? Are they worshiping God or is it something more sinister? And, and with that, as a bigger f you, like if you're supposed to love all man, that was like Apache ground where they had like worship. Where they put this? Yeah, there was holy yeah. Apache ground that they put it there, and they didn't care. It was like nope, f you. Yeah, and what the are they Apache watching? Yeah. Yeah, they push them out of their out of their ground, their sacred ground. Cuz you know, that's what you do when you you love and respect all men, you you know. Yeah. It there's it's I mean, again, and we don't mean we're not hypocrisy. I'm not trying to I'm not no. trying to crap on anyone's beliefs or anything like that. Absolutely not. I'm just telling you what we've found mm-hmm. and and this is all this is stuff that was in the, in these documentaries, but stuff that's very easily verifiable as well. Mm-hmm. You can look for yourself and find this stuff out. It's just very, very interesting to me, and it makes me call literally every single thing I've ever heard mm-hmm. or believed coming from that source, even even though I wasn't Catholic, but coming from a religious source makes me question everything. Was it all just made up, every single thing? I, I mean, we're, we're told that the stories in the Bible, for example, are parables. They're not meant to be taken literally, but I mean... What what are we? So, I, I I guess my 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 thing is, do we think that the Vatican knows the real true history of the Earth, and that's why they cover everything up mm-hmm. because they want their narrative out there? They know what really happened, mm-hmm. and they're covering up for whatever sinister purpose. Because anytime you're keeping something from people, it's not for their own good. There is a sinister purpose behind it because why why else would you need to be secretive about it? That's, I wanna, that's my thing. I want to bring up a couple of points. We're going all over the place. I, know, in this. I hope we're not confusing I'm gonna, anybody. I don't want to forget. We probably are. Talking about, I want to talk about the Smithsonian and the Vatican. But before we do that, just talking about that telescope in Arizona it was in the documentary they mentioned, it, it, they kind of hinted that, oh, they're watching a planet. There is a, with the Anunnaki, that is, if you read certain things, it's correlated with planet X. Nibiru. And, yeah, and how it comes around every so often. And it's been, I guess there are different theories on when it's supposed to kind of get into our our solar system because its orbit is so large. It's some, I, it's something like three thirty six hundred years, I think. But then it was uh, Zachariah. Zachariah Sitchin. Yeah, Zachariah Sitchin made a comment about it's possible it could be more like 7,500 years, I believe. Uh, but 
it, it's difficult to say, but I was reading a couple different articles about it. And I'm like, okay, so you have the Anunnaki, you have Planet X, you have all this stuff and it kind of makes sense. And again, with conspiracy theories, it can make sense, but you can't really prove it and you can't quite disprove it either. So who's to say? I just thought it was interesting how all these things tied together. Yeah, and we know that there is a vast library, records, warehouse, I guess, whatever you want to call it, that is located beneath the Vatican. That's, I mean, I, I say we know, like like I've been there or something. No, but it's, a lot of people have come out and said that they have records and they have artifacts and they keep they keep these things. Well, down according there. to the documentary, it's not there's a like a record section, if you will. Yeah. But then there's actual an artifact Artifacts. section. Right. So they they theorize that that's where the bones of giants, for example, mm-hmm. would be kept. Uh, any kind of maybe the Holy Grail, if there ever actually was such a thing, maybe that's there. You know, like like was, like we see in Indiana Jones, they have like the warehouse with all the stuff yeah. and all these various things. That's the Vatican's basement, mm-hmm. essentially. Is well, what think about like that Warehouse 13, like all those shows or movies that reference that. Well, where is it coming from? Some say it's Area 51. Is it the Vatican's basement? It, it, the Smithsonian. It was also brought up that the Smithsonian wanted to hide the fact that giants were present on this earth and yes. any remains found, they would confiscate yeah, them they as would, well. Right, yeah, because it would... It would it, it would uh, it would mess with their theory of mm-hmm. evolution, their Darwinism, Darwinian yes. their Darwinian theory of evolution, which mm-hmm. is a theory. It's in the name theory. Just like gravity is a theory. <laughs> Just like germs are a theory. Germ theory. Did, did you know that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So all this uh, stuff that's going on right now is all based off of a theory. Technically, it's a theory. It it, it well yeah it's a theory. Germ mm-hmm. theory is a theory. Anyway, try to get back giants. on track here. Sorry, back to giants. Another aspect, and, and again, I apologize for anybody that's listening going, what the hell is wrong with them? They're going all over the place. What's the, what are they talking about this, this, and that? There's a lot of information in these, yeah. and we try to keep every episode. I mean, we don't have a time limit, but we try to keep these relatively digestible, I guess. One of the things that they talked about that I loved and I absolutely, completely believe this is true. The Stargates. Oh, yeah. The Stargates. The, the, these giants or beings would come through these portals. Mm-hmm. And that's what a lot of these megalithic structures were, were Stargates. Now, we know, well, we don't know, but there are, there's a theory that the whole Iraq war that was started mm-hmm. back after 9-11 was for us to get into Iraq because there was a Stargate there. That is a, that's a huge conspiracy theory. One thing I just want to jump in and mention, though, is because where these cyclopean structures, these megalithic structures were, also has to do with astronomy and where they were placed, which right. makes sense for Stargates. Yes. So the, the, the Stargates that they, they talked about, and they actually visited one, and camped out outside of one for the filming of the of this documentary. It's just really fascinating. And I guess they said that they can open with either vibrational sounds, so some some forms of music. They a lot of the local townsfolk believe can open up the Stargate, and it could just be random times, maybe in the 
the earth if it rotates we uh, whatever if mm-hmm. if it's whatever we again we don't know it's all theoretical because nobody's actually well, no because everything vibrates though the earth has its own vibration so yeah. when you said how just the earth moving maybe it's something with where the earth is at that certain time could cause a vibration to open it as well yeah it could be i mean there's they don't know they camped out there to try to see if they would see anything because the local townspeople in in, in this was in south america mm-hmm. and was this one in was this in argentina or was this in chile I, I, I apologize. Remember. I can't remember which, which country this was in, but it was in South America and they had a lot of the local townsfolk come and tell stories and share stories and, and legends and things like that. And they, they, they told a story of a, a shaman that they had. And, and I guess this was recently or, or at least re, in relation to when the documentary was, was it filmed. 2006, he said? 2006, thank you, yes. It, so... In 2006, this shaman went to the Stargate and people witnessed him walk, like doing a ritual and walking into the Stargate. Now, the Stargate, when you look at it, it's just one of these megalithic structures, a big wall with the big stones, and it has an opening carved into the stone. But it's still solid stone. If you touch it, it's, it's rock. And there's like a little notch too. Right. Yes. Thank you. But you're not walking through it. They can't open it. There's nothing to open. There's nothing that like you. It's it's solid. Well, this guy, this shaman, did a ritual, and they 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 said that the the opening kind of turned almost like liquid. It looked like it was like a liquid mm-hmm. type of consistency, I guess. And and he was able to walk through the Stargate, and he was behind it or in it, wherever he went, we don't know, but he was there for six hours. Mm -hmm. And then he came out, and he was naked when he came out. He said, this shaman told the locals that he had two guides that guided him while he was on the other side, and that he gained vast knowledge from being on the other side. It's pretty cool. Just a crazy story, but... These these local people, I mean, they they all swear by it. Mm-hmm. And there's also these stories with Native Americans where they have sacred land because there's certain points on the earth where if they do a specific ceremony a certain way, everything has to be just right. They can open these stargates, and it said that that is how they would communicate with the this other side, and they would get information. Yes, the they got. One of the tribes was communicating through the other side and they were getting information back. And this would have been in 2001. They were told to stay out of New York City because there's going to be a big catastrophe. And they described planes going into the buildings. They described the entire 9-11 scenario going down. And they came back with this information and told all of their tribes people, stay out of New York for the next because they weren't given an exact date Mm -hmm. but they were told that this catastrophe would be happening they told everybody stay out of new york city because this is coming this is going to happen and then it happened and of course they were all scared because they didn't want to come out and tell anybody we got this information but now obviously so much time has passed they were able to to share the story but there were so many incredible stories yeah just really really interesting stuff now uh the other part about the stargate that i want to touch on too while the crew was sitting there filming, they didn't have anything supernatural, I guess you could say, happen. 
but they got pelted with hail and they had this this big storm come over right where they were camping out essentially and the neighboring town which is a really small village and the next day they had to have the townspeople come and help them get their van out of the mud and push mm-hmm. their van out of the mud because they got stuck and they were they after the fact they looked and the meteorology in the area their little tiny area the the epicenter of the storm was right over their tent essentially mm-hmm. Because they camped out literally maybe 20 feet from where the opening of the Stargate was. So he would open his they tent up at tent night and, and he'd shine his flashlight and there's the door of the Stargate. Yeah. Just fascinating. So they're saying, why why did we have this storm hit just right there and just hit the, this village right here? But nowhere else in the surrounding area had any kind of weird weather. Just really bizarre stuff. Yeah. I mean, I always look at it like, okay, the universe is saying something. It's trying to communicate. But that's, that's again, my opinion. Just very fascinating, in, in, incredible stuff that, I mean, you probably, some people listening to this are like, so there was a storm, big deal. But the, the but just it's just very interesting and coincidental. Yeah. If you believe in coincidences, that it would happen that night and just over that area where there were people waiting for something to happen with cameras trying to document something. Just very bizarre. Mm. The big takeaway, I guess, is that the Vatican, the Catholic Church, is not who they say they are. And don't trust anything that comes out of there, I guess. <laughs> I mean, that that was like the takeaway I got from all these, these, these movies because... And, and I mean, again, everybody has an agenda. Everybody mm-hmm. does. Every I don't care who you are. You have an agenda, whether you know it or not. You have some kind of agenda. You, us by talking, are fulfilling somebody's agenda that we may not know. Everybody's got an agenda. So the people that made this film obviously are very religious. You can tell just by the, the things they were talking about, and that's fine. Uh, again, I'm not. I don't want to poo-poo anybody's beliefs or anything. But everybody's got an agenda. So what is the Vatican's agenda we can just I mean like I said I think because they're so secretive and they try to cover up all these things I think it's a sinister agenda and I don't believe anything that comes out of there or that comes out of anybody any kind of a religious leader and and again a lot of religions are they're good if they're practiced to keep people good but when they start getting erratic and start saying just do whatever you want just blah 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 that's that's not order that's chaos and when that's being promoted there's got to be a reason for it in my view and i think did you know that and this is this may be related may not be but did you know that ufo sightings in the last two three months especially have just shot up that was something else with those structures the um megalithic structures yeah a lot of ufo activity That's true. Things like that. Mm -hmm. So what's that about? Now, we're told, uh, watching this documentary, they tell tell you, don't believe what's coming because it is is part of a great deception, which is essentially having a one-world religion, a one-world government. Mm -hmm. It's all control. Basically, the people at the top want to control everybody else. That's, That's how it's always been. But this is on a grand scale. So they are saying that when the ships come down or whatever happens, they think that the reason why the 
the church has come out now and said, would we baptize the aliens? Why they're having these conversations and having these discussions now is because we're getting closer to the time where fallen angels, the Anunnaki, whoever it is, is actually returning to earth. But we are being warned on this documentary series not to believe everything that comes out of the church because this is part of their great plan and deception to bring about this one world government, this one world religion, and essentially control all of humanity. Mm -hmm. So to be very cautious about what you believe and what you see. And I mean, I've always said that. If there's an alien invasion, I'm not going to believe it unless I'm standing right there and a freaking alien comes down and is sitting right in front of me and I can touch it and talk to it and interact with it. If I see it on my TV, I don't believe it. I don't believe anything I see on TV as it is anyway. But that's pretty much what is being... That's what the the big theory is. That's the plan. And if you've ever heard of Project Bluebeam, allegedly the government has that technology where they can make holograms and they can make it look as real as they if did it, was it with right Tupac like a few years ago. Right? Well, yeah, yeah. But they've had this technology forever, for years and years and years. And that's a whole other thing about right, yeah. the technology that they've had for years, which is way longer than they let us believe. That's yeah. That's something else we can talk about on a different day. Yeah. Well, and, and again, if, if the Vatican has all this hidden stuff, they've maybe had all this technology all along and just slowly putting things out that help them to achieve their... Possibly. So, giants, with what we've read, what we've watched, what we've learned, what do you think? As far as what? Do I think they existed? Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I think they existed. Freaks me out and... I had this like, re- I didn't share this with you. I was waiting for this, but I had this weird, not a dream, but like a thought, I guess. I was thinking to myself, a lot of different things I've read throughout the years, listened to people I've listened to and heard and lectures and things like that. A lot of people say that the United States was founded to essentially be like the new Rome, right? Like, I'm, I'm sure you've heard that term mm-hmm. before. We're like the new Rome and the empire's falling and that kind of thing. Notice how we are the most obese country collectively uh, of anybody else. We're pumped full of, you know, fats, sugary foods, genetically modified foods, all this stuff to make us fatter, essentially, right? What if that's being done because they, whoever they is, knows that the time of the giants is coming and they're just trying to fatten us up here on this country because they want to have the giants come and just be here so they can live where they are, which if you're believing the Vatican conspiracy part of it, that it's them are in control of everything. They're way over there across the ocean and we're over here and that's the giants are going to come up and here we go, here you go. We got all these big fat humans ready for you to just feast on what do you think i need a shit ton of firepower and and i was thinking too that 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 was the other thing that we maybe have there's theories out there that there's warring factions in the government you have the good guys and the bad guys the, the white hats the black hats what if the fact that we are allowed now remember everything closed down for the most part but they allowed us to still buy our guns and buy bullets what if that's because maybe the good guys know that something's coming and they want to give us a fighting chance and that's why they're letting us still buy guns and bullets? So what you're saying is get lots of guns, get lots of ammo, and learn how to run really, really fast, get in good shape. 
Yeah, pretty much. But I just, I had that thought and I, I was going to tell you that I'm like, no, I'm going to wait. I'm going to get your reaction to it when I tell you that here. I wouldn't be shocked. But we'll think about that. I mean, that's just evil and disgusting and vile. But well, think, think about, about it. That. If you go back to the humans being the slave race to mine gold for these aliens, why can't we become now the cattle? There are certain people that would say that we already are cattle and that we've mm-hmm. been trained to be cattle all this time. If mm-hmm. you look at lines and the way lines are to get into places mm-hmm. and stuff like that, if you go to an amusement park, the corrals and lines, that's essentially what we do with animals, right? Yeah, We're, but it's also animals aren't waiting to go on fun rides. <laughs> I mean, maybe that's how they get no, us used to it. But, but I, I think there's saying, a difference between order and then something like that, but it is a thought. I'm just saying mm-hmm. that there are people that refer to us collectively as sheep because mm-hmm. if you think about it, there's a lot of us that are mindless and just believe and do as we're told without question. So what if that's what if that is what's happening? And a, a lot of these things that these disappearances in the mountains, for example, what if it is giants? They're just opening up. They have little parts of the, of the earth they can open up, or they have caves. There's so much undiscovered country out there. Who knows? And they're just taking humans that are getting too close. Or maybe or they're like Sasquatch and they're really good at blending into their environment. Maybe, yeah. Who knows? Who knows? <gasps> I just had a thought. What Share. if Bigfoot was when a giant and like an ape or some other animal crossbred? We talked about like how the fallen angels were breeding, creating these things. Or one thought I had was what if Bigfoot, the Sasquatch, was one of these creatures but happened to survive the floods and is around what if we just keep getting more questions instead of answers stuff to think about yeah. it's it gets crazier and crazier but is it any crazier than the fact that there's giants at one point i totally <laughs> I, believe it i mean there's there are bones they're they're out there they've been discovered they mm-hmm. i mean these giant structures again how would how were they put there they're thousands of years old. Who put them there? We still don't know. Why is it being covered up in so many communities? Why Why does the church not want people to know history? Why is history constantly being rewritten? I mean, again, we talked about it recently on our Bigfoot show. Gorillas weren't discovered discovered till 1902. I just I just think it's it's pretty pretty interesting and history seems to always be changing and evolving now if you look at what kids are taught in school now it's different than when you and i were in school Mm -hmm. in 50 years what are people going to be taught as far as history goes who knows every i mean it doesn't take much and remember the winners are the ones that write the history Mm -hmm. the winners of whatever agenda war whatever it may be they're the ones that get to write the history books they're the ones that have the final say so you can't believe everything you read or hear or see. You just got to do your own research and come to your own conclusions. That's right. And you definitely believe in giants and oh, think yeah. that they exist. Totally. Do you think that they're still out there? Oh, yes. Do you think they're out in the mountains hiding? And underground, yes. And underground, mm-hmm. yeah. You think so? Mm-hmm. And I think there are other things out there too. I, I would agree with that. I would, I would say that, yeah. It, it just seems like... When you take that as a possibility, it could explain so many different things that are currently unexplainable, in my view. Mm-hmm. Everybody thinks we're nuts now. I don't care. I don't care either. So I'm going to put some links in the show notes. Uh, I would definitely recommend checking out these documentaries that we 
kind of talked all over the place about today yeah. because they're very, they've got a lot of great information in there. There's a lot of interesting stuff. We'll leave the, um, in our show notes, we'll leave the website information for Gen 6 Productions on there. They have links so you can buy the DVDs for uh, the documentaries that we watch and they have other stuff that's come out as well. Yeah, lots of great books and stuff mm. like that too that uh, I'm going to be checking out. But yeah, just definitely check that stuff out and do your own research and come to your own conclusions. But if nothing else, just be ready. Be prepared for anything because no one thought the fucking country could shut down. And look where we are now. Never mind the the world. That was it was funny so, because that was part of my tarot reading today about preparation is key. Just the cards sure. that it came up and it's about like doing all this work to be prepared and just don't like once you think you've mastered something, you know, don't get too cocky because that's when you start to fail. Like you always have to keep learning and evolving and growing. Yeah. So it's funny that you mentioned that. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Well, we'd love to hear from you and love to get your thoughts on some of this stuff. You can reach out to us on Twitter. Homewrecker pod or at Homewrecker pod. Instagram. Homewrecker Podcast. And we have a website. Homewreckerpodcast.com. And you can get shirts. Yay. You can buy t-shirts on there or you can join our forum or do both. Whatever you want to do. Either way. Mm-hmm. And you cool can find the feed to our podcast as well on our website. Yeah, we got that up there too. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you haven't already, we appreciate you going on to wherever you listen to your podcast or get your podcast. Hit the subscribe button. Mm-hmm. Costs you nothing. And uh, if you don't mind, leave us a five-star review too. Helps us to grow the show and helps us to gain visibility. We really, really appreciate everybody's support. Mm-hmm. And and if you're listening and you want to watch us and see a little less edited, we typically just like if our doorbell rings or something like that, we try to edit those things out. But our videos are pretty much unedited for the most part. Yeah, you get to hear all the ums and uhs and long, Bloopers. uncomfortable pauses and us looking at each other kind of funny. Like, and, what the hell are you talking about? Right. Yeah. Yeah, we try to keep it kind of clean on the podcast yeah. side of it, the audio. But you can find us on YouTube and Brady on. Yes. Until next time, I am the Golden Greek Alexarion. I've been joined, as always, by my beautiful, gorgeous, lovely, amazing trophy wife, Monique. And you've been listening to the Homewrecker Podcast. And one more thing. We hope that wherever you are, you are safe and healthy. Yes. Take care.